Welcome to Coffee and Tea with SNL. Everything you love about your favorite coffee shop, all wrapped up in a podcast. I'm Lisa, and I'm passionate about tea, travel, good food, and great conversations, and anything that makes me grow. I'm Sabine, and I create spaces that people enjoy. I'm also a wife, mother of two, a coffee lover, and enjoy a great scented candle. We're two great friends committed to living our best lives and seeing others live theirs. Welcome to Coffee and Tea. Welcome to a special episode of Coffee and Tea with SNL. This is episode 12, and we are in quarantine, coronacation, corona captivity, whatever you call it, world. Um, this is the beginning of week five for at least Pennsylvania residents. Uh, this is the beginning of the fifth week of us working from home full time or schooling children from home. Basically, everyone has been told to stay at home for very good reason. And um, so that's where we're recording from. We're recording remotely. We're usually together, but I'm in my own house. Sabine is in her house. And um, we just wanted to check in to see how you're all doing during this really interesting time. Hello, Sabine. How are you, friend? Hey, hey Lisa. I am, like you said, I'm at home. Yes. Um, just um, in my casual clothes, just relaxing. I'm actually in my home office, um, so one of my kids may pop in um, <laughs> and decide they want to be part of this podcast. At any moment. <laughs> At any moment. Um, but I'm well. Yeah, I'm well. I'm actually um, drinking my strawberry banana smoothie. Um, what? So, what yeah, is this? I this know, is I not a have... coffee? <laughs> no. <laughs> no caffeine today. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I had a cup this morning. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's and it's Sunday. I feel like it's just kind of laid back. And okay. with all of this quarantine and being self-isolated. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just I'm just kind of like laid back in my casual clothes, drinking my strawberry um banana smoothie. Very day. cool. So, make myself and with I will say with I did add some maca root um just because we love herbs in this household and that really helps to just gives you a boost of energy so I just need a little boost so yeah okay what about so you? I am drinking a chocolate truffle mint herbal tea I just felt like drinking something that felt decadent like dessert so instead of eating chocolate I'm drinking my chocolate this afternoon put a little bit of honey and I'm just drinking dessert is how I'm seeing it today. You totally mentioned the whole we're home. I think we've all been in casual clothes for the, for, for the last five weeks. For a couple of Zoom meetings, I've had to put on a nice sweater or top and I've, I've worn makeup, I think twice in the past five weeks. Wow, more than um, me. And so, yeah, I, I'm nervous about when I have to wear like real pants that don't have a drawstring. And um, <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be interesting when, when we resume the real world. But right. yes, <laughs> it's going to be a rude awakening when I have to get out of my Uggs, my house dress. I, <laughs> I know the other day I was, I put earrings on. I mean, I have like little studs on I've today. actually been doing earrings a lot. Um, I've really? been getting fancy because again, meetings, right? So it's yeah, like I've been doing true. the earrings. Yeah with the whole yeah with your face um <laughs> being shown yeah I wore earrings and I was like ooh, fancy <laughs> and they weren't like my normal everyday studs that I fall asleep in sometimes but they were like hoop earrings I'm like ooh, I got a little dressed up today <laughs> um with a shirt oh, that's not wrinkled <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, this is life right now. Yes. So in these interesting times that we're in, I know that we've all been in different spaces at different times. I want, I'm curious, what has this time been for you in terms of like, let's say expectations versus reality, right? Like I've seen a lot of, I don't know if you've seen some of those memes on the internet where people will be like, expectations of quarantine. I'm going to write a book, clean my house, you know, build a shelf. And then reality is like, I'm sobbing on my bed every day. So where are you in terms of expectations going into quarantine and the reality? Well, I will say that week five, I'm in a different place than I was in week one. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> because I think my expectations, well, one, I don't even think I had time for expectations because I, I think I was in denial mode. Yes, you are. I remember. Which, I was like, you know that your kids are going to be when, staying home very soon, When right? most <laughs> things happen, though, I tend to just live in denial mode, you know? Um, and I was like, okay, they're going to close down school for a day. Okay. Um <laughs> My, my daughter's school was closed on Friday. I'm like, okay. Then I would hear rumors from other parents and they're like, no, they're going to be closing down school for two weeks. And, you know, they expect the parents to homeschool. When I heard homeschool, I like forget pandemic. I had my own personal pandemic. I'm like, <laughs> who is homeschooling? And I think that's where I kind of lived. It was mm. like, <laughs> I was more concerned about homeschooling than being sick. I'm like, how am I going to do this? And so I didn't even believe any of this was going to mm. last or that businesses were going to shut down and long lines in the grocery stores and people fighting over toilet paper. Right. I was just like, yeah, no, this this is not going to happen. This is just going to be okay for two weeks and then we'll kind of resume. Then it'll blow and over. And five weeks later, here we are where the world is literally I shouldn't say shut down because luckily there's still things happening. You know, we can still have deliveries and I'm, I'm grateful that like there's still certain things that are still operating. But yeah, I was definitely living in denial mode. So I didn't really have time for expectations. By the okay. time I got over my denial, it was like, you were this in is it. reality. I was in it, you know. So I will say that's where I was. Where I am now, I will say, is... Um, I'm a better baker. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've taken some thing. time to like bake and I know I always make fun of you. I'm like exact, you know, exact measurements. measurements. Who needs that? Uh, but now I'm like, I've, I've made, we've made like yesterday we made lemon. My daughter wanted to make lemon sugar cookies. Um, we've baked honey cornbread. Um, we made cake. Um, without any frosting. Um, I want to try to make my own bread. I found actually a really easy um, Haitian bread recipe. Is it um, sourdough? Because that's well, the whole interwebs, everyone online. I feel like we're all baking the same thing. Sourdough <laughs> bread first was the first wave. The second wave was banana bread. And this past weekend, it's been orange cake. Orange like, cake. My everybody did make banana things. bread a couple weeks like, ago. Okay. So like, did we send a memo somehow? We're I know. But anyway. Um, but I've been baking and making savory dishes. I've been trying a lot of Haitian, like traditional Haitian uh, recipes because my family always makes fun of me. I can't cook traditional dishes. So I've just been having, creating new things. I think that's like the most important thing and in involving my kids with that. And what else is my reality now? Um, I feel like I'm more... I'm more calm because I think homeschooling was tough for me in the beginning, just because I was so overwhelmed with all of these apps trying to follow the curriculum. And now I have to say I'm in a place of 
just kind of peace. Cause at first I was like, these kids are gonna repeat the same grade because <laughs> they're not gonna learn anything from me. I can't follow a curriculum, but realizing that, and I heard a couple other podcasters and other um, like on webinars, other people saying that, you know what, sometimes the life experiences that kids learn is more vital than any type of curriculum. So mm -hmm. I'm in that place right now. I'm taking a 30 day business makeover challenge with a group of entrepreneurs online. And that's great. Right now, we're kind of going through the concept of the line of survival. And during this time, people are either going to freeze, panic, put their head in the sand and do mm -hmm. nothing. Those are the people that are not going to come out of this. Then you have the people that are like flight where they're not going to do anything bold. They're not going to be as consistent. They're going to get to the other side, but they're going to kind of be all over the place. Okay. And then there's the fighters, which are the ones that come together with their community. Um, they have a plan of action. They think strategically and they work together. And so I want to be a fighter, obviously. So yeah, so that's kind of like my reality now is I'm not burying my head in the sand. We are where we are. How can I get through this? So, yeah. What about you? What have been your, some of your expectations kind of going in through this? So my expectations were not elaborate. Um, I did, I was definitely one of those people who was hoping for the shutdown and not in a negative way, more I really did believe in the whole, if we stayed at home, we will flatten the curve sooner. So I wanted us to shut things down because that's what the other countries ahead of us, that's what they were doing that and that made a difference. So I was hoping we would do that. So for me, I think things got shut down later than I would have hoped, honestly. But I guess my expectation was mostly centered around feeling like I would have more time to contemplate. You know, I would be working from home full time. I tend to enjoy working from home. So I thought, oh, I get to do that all the time, even better. There's some decluttering I need to do and some kind of arranging I need to do in my home. So if I'm spending all my time at home, clearly I'll get that done. So I was looking forward to a slower pace of life for sure. My reality, however, has been that work has at the very least quadrupled because a lot of what I'm now doing is a COVID-19 response and making sure that the different families and teachers who depend on our organization are getting the support that they need during these times. And so work has been incredibly crazy. So even though I'm home and not commuting, I definitely feel way more drained, honestly, than I did pre the shutdown. That was not what I expected. So I, I definitely didn't go into it like some people like, oh, I'm going to write my screenplay, write a novel, create my billion dollar business during this time, but I think I expected to have a bit more rest and to get more done in my personal life. It's been fine. It just hasn't been as imagined. And um, I have been in a lot of different spaces, but mostly I've actually been okay. Um, have not taken it as hard as I would have imagined either. I think what has made a difference is even though I've been really busy, I've been physically more still. And that's made a difference. I think it's made me think about things that I had suppressed or was just not paying attention to. It's brought certain things to the surface. So that's been different and also not as expected. I've been working out a lot, which has been good. And again, that's not been the case all five weeks, but I'm now in a place where I'm working out regularly and that's made a good difference. Sleep has been really good this whole time. I've had two nightmares before, for the most part, I've been oh, sleeping no. well. Yeah, I had one weird dream where I was like at a party and we were all like, 
in tight quarters and we kind of knew we shouldn't be at a party because, you know, social distancing and Corona. And then someone came in, I think it was like a baby's naming ceremony kind of party. And then some neighbor came in and was like, oh my gosh, there's more than 10 of you. And then started shooting. And so I was like, oh, oh I guess I am anxious. Intense. Yeah, I didn't realize I had any anxiety about this until that dream. But anyway, but overall, I feel like I'm doing well and have stayed really connected to friends and family. So my family were scattered, scattered all over the globe, but I have had two Zooms with all of my siblings, my dad, spouses, nieces, and nephews. We've had at least two of those across the globe where everyone, you know, the whole family is around the Zoom table. That's nice. So that's been really good. So overall, it's going well. It has not been without, it's just emotional challenges of like, ah, you know, let's get out of there. But overall, I think I've used technology a lot more than I'm interested in, but I'm grateful that it exists because I've been able to stay in touch with people and frankly do my work as a result of that. Yeah, I think that some of the things that I've learned is like you were saying, technology, that was one thing that really had me tied up. I had to add new apps to my phone. Yes, for and your kids too, right? Yeah. I'm just like, like my son uh, is in kindergarten and my, my, his school uses class dojo, which I've used a little bit in the past. And then they have their, they have like a community, another app that the whole school uses. And I had to submit some of his work through one of the apps, but like it wasn't going through. And I just wanted to like, scream and just ask the teacher what is your email address so I could just email it <laughs> do this old you. school <laughs> right <laughs> and so I just had a conversation with her one of because they they have um zoom conferences with their teachers which was another thing I was like oh now I have to like do zoom for them and um zoom for karate class and do zoom through our um discussion group at church and I'm like I'm over Zoom. I'm over video conferencing. Like it just became so overwhelming. And I remember sharing this with my son's teacher. Like I'm having a hard time. I'm actually getting really frustrated and overwhelmed. And she just was just so calm. And she was like, please don't get overwhelmed and frustrated. Like it is okay. It is okay. Like do what you can, submit what you can. And then I think when I was in that state of like, okay, stop being so like frustrated and I figured out the app and I was able to simply submit it through my phone. <laughs> so that has helped. And I mean, with the whole Zoom video conferencing, even though we can't be near each other, the the whole like video cam, which I've been terrified before in the past, has been okay. And I think it's allowed me to like even in our um in the business challenge that I'm doing, a lot of that is practicing talking in front of the video. And I mm. think that has helped me practice that. And the yeah. people that are really good at it are the people that have done it for a long time, you right. know? So I'm like, you know what? I just need that practice. So that's what it's been for me. And then another thing that I've learned, as my friend says, it's not homeschooling. There's a difference between homeschooling. What we're doing now is not homeschooling because people who homeschool, that is a choice yep. that they make. They have a plan, you know, whether it's them that are personally homeschooling their children or they bring an outside, you know, person to come and homeschool. Yep. Like there's a plan in action. They meet in certain groups. Um, like there's a systematic way of doing it. Yeah. She's like, this is crisis school. <laughs> and I was like, so true though. That is true. That's people calling it homeschool way. and it's so not. Yes, it's not. This is crisis school. This is like, okay, in a matter of like two weeks, not even 
because I think the first we didn't two have weeks a two were, weeks heads up. So no, no we, we didn't have a two weeks, weeks heads yeah. up. I think the first two weeks were kind of like the school was like, well, listen, we're just going to give you the workbooks and we're going to try. And we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I mean, we just kind of had to figure it out and like screaming at our kids. And they're like, mommy, this is not how the teacher does it. And I'm like, well, I'm not the teacher. Do I look like the teacher? <laughs> Do I look like a teacher? The answer is five. <laughs> Here, answer is five. Write down five. <laughs> I've actually wondered how many kids are like, how many kids are learning different kinds of math. Like, no, you're going to carry the one. I don't know what they teach now, but yes. this is what we did, you know. Yes. So kids are like, There's what? There's been a the- lot of that. And so, and then just being frustrated at like not having my regular schedule from working from home. Because mm-hmm. when I work from home, the kids are usually in school. Right. And I heard another interior designer, she's also a business coach, say this to another, we were in a webinar and it was another parent and she was just like, my kids, they keep knocking on the door. I tell them, mommy's in a meeting, can't. And so she was just like, first of all, you're, you're expect, you're, yeah, you're, you're not having a realistic view of how things are. And I think that's what I had to change. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm not going to be able to get work done for six hours straight. Like that's just being unrealistic. So I've had to come up with a new schedule. So a lot of times I get my work done when the kids are sleeping. That's when I get a lot of like my, my work done. I'm right now I'm working on my systems and my processes in place for my business. Even the challenges that I'm doing with the 30 day challenge. That's when I, you know, catch up on a, a lot of that. And, you know, sometimes when the kids are doing independent work, I'm, you know, in my office, that's when I have like maybe 30 minutes pocket time. I've been also taking deep breaths and not stressing. Mm-hmm. I think week five, which is not where I was week one. <laughs> <laughs> and just appreciating the moments with my kids and that they're more valuable than any curriculum, you know, like on Friday, we just didn't do any schoolwork. <laughs> We baked, mm-hmm. um, we took a walk around the block so that they could ride their bikes. Even having the simple conversations with them. This morning, my daughter wanted to look at the map and figure out where Haiti was on the map. And mm-hmm. she was just asking random questions like, oh yeah, how many presidents are there again in the States? And then that led to another conversation. <laughs> These are typically conversations that we just don't have because everyday life is like, you're going from so this fast. thing to the next, to the next, then it's dinner time, then it's bedtime, then boom, we're doing all over again. I've appreciated those moments and I think that my kids will remember these moments and they don't have to they don't have to be 3 hour moments. Sometimes they're just like 10 minutes, you know, where I can just where we just have this conversation or do an activity together. I think that's been very valuable. Um mm-hmm. and then I would probably say the last thing is just being realistic. I think that's probably mm, the that's biggest thing that yeah. I've learned. And that as humans, like our bodies are so, they do such a great job at adapting, but a lot of times our minds don't, it takes our minds a long time to adapt, Mm. you know, and I've had to really learn to adapt to like a new schedule, things not being available at my fingertips. Like if I go to the store, I have to prepare for a long line. I can't be like in and out, you know, and realizing that I don't need as much things as I typically would need. Like now it's just down to the essentials. Like what do I really need? Right. Yeah. Those are some of the things that I've, I would say that I've learned good stuff. Uh, I think for me, I just kind of thought through what I've learned slash been reminded of in this time. One is definitely that technology is powerful. 
and it is powerful for good and it's powerful for evil. And, you know, we know mm. that, but I think I'm yeah. being reminded of that right now, seeing people who are using technology to encourage people in their homes to give away free workouts or free classes, and then seeing the people who are using it to push their agendas and whatever else, like this is both technology and can be used for good and for evil. Definitely being reminded that boundaries and schedules are necessary, almost more so when yeah, you're home. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> the truth. And I have to post this on social media, but one of my favorite things was a subway map of um, the London tube. And, but they did it and just drew out different parts of your home. They're like our daily commute. And it's like, you know, living room. So it's like a subway map, oh, but it has yes, like living room, yes. couch, table, bathroom. <laughs> <I've seen that. laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So while we're commuting in our <laughs> apartments or in our houses, I think it's even more important to know, like I work from this hour to this hour. Cause I think what happened for me in the first easily three weeks, if not four weeks was that I just had no boundaries. It's like, I woke up and by whatever time my eyes opened, my laptop was on my laps and I was working. And even until I went to bed, if at midnight, I remembered I didn't send this email to whomever, I would pull out my laptop and send an email. And it just seemed like there was no difference between, like, it seemed like I lived inside my office. Like there was no home life versus work life. And that was not sustainable, but just having as much as possible, some boundaries in this time is very, very important. I think I've been reminded that relationships with the right people matter. Similar to the technology thing, you could talk to yeah. someone who will bum you out and freak you out. So true. Or you could talk to someone who is a calming presence and who, who helps you basically have perspective and who encourages you during this time. I've reconnected with a lot of old friends during this time, and that's been really encouraging. I've prayed with a lot of friends over the phone, and that's just made a huge difference to my peace and my perspective while we're, you know, all apart from each other. Was reminded that even as a former journalist, I say this, watching too much news is never good for you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I think that is, could not be truer than now. I'm like, no, I don't need another death count. Thank you very much. So yes, (laughs) I know I'm like, I'm a former journalist. I should not be saying this, but please stop watching the news people. At least don't watch it as much. Stay informed, but watch as little of it as you can manage to still know what's going on. I've relearned that moving your body is non-negotiable. It just, you've got to work out. You've got to work out. You've got to work out. I don't know how anyone is coping without moving their bodies. You need to move your body. I think that another lesson I'm learning is just that there is no going back to before. I think a lot of times we want to do, at least for me, I found that whenever, especially like big things or sometimes tragic things happen, there's a place where I try to go back to who I was before X happened or before so-and-so died or whatever. I can want to go back to a certain kind of perspective or innocence before something major happened. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm realizing And not in a depressing way, but realizing that there is no going back to before. Like, Mm -hmm. we will never go back to what we were like before coronavirus happened. Period. End of story. Like, yes, we will leave our homes and we will have concerts and we will have ball games and we will shake hands and we will hug. That will all happen. But there is a degree of the same way, you know, when shoe bombers got on the plane, whenever that was, we now all take off our shoes before we get on the plane or... We can't take more than three ounces of anything to the pl- like certain things yeah. just change your life. And that's the way that it is. I'm learning to accept that even about this period. Like, I don't know what it'll look like, but to some degree, life will not be 
quote unquote the same way it was the same yeah before this i've also learned that life is always happening now like we say that but i think even during quarantine which is a time that's very tempting for people to just kind of freeze yeah and wait till we get out it's your life is happening now so contact the people you want to contact do the things you want to do as much as you can you know if what you want to do involves traveling you can't do that now but what can you do now because these days and months we're not getting those back either so we might as well do life now because time is running you know yeah and it's all about adjusting too yes life really 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 is about attitudes like there's just (laughs) there's no getting around that i think even the nicknames of this time right you you know people have called it some people call it coronacation some people call it corona captivity you're like (laughs) same thing you know two different names for it and you see that all over the place like same situation you know dramatically different attitudes I think one of the things too I'm really loving that I think we're getting as a society and hopefully as a globe is appreciation for every type of job that exists in society. Like every job is important and every job should be celebrated. I think that when we think about this pandemic, we will remember the heroes of the pandemic, right? And the heroes right now are they're the doctors and the nurses and the grocery store workers and the trash men and the delivery guys, you know, and women, you know, it's, you, you would have never thought the heroes of the pandemic would be grocery store workers, you know? And every time I go to the grocery store, I thank them. Like they're going to war for me. Like, thank you so much for sacrificing your life to do this. You know, I never looked at people who worked at the grocery store that way before. So I think um, just being someone who's from a family of high achievers, it's very easy to glorify and glamorize the Ivy League degree and making a certain amount and working in a certain place. Or even the celebrities. And the celebrities, you know, I think it's really humbling. And I hope it's a lesson we don't lose as a society and as a world at large that every job is important and we need to honor people who do honest work. So those are some of my biggest learnings in this time. Yeah. Those are great. I think also through this time, um, when I think of things that have helped me, yep. Too. Like what are your um, hacks? Just finding um, finding time to just pause, and I think that's something when we first started again, when I was like in my denial phase that I didn't really find it's like, how can I still have normal life even though we're going through a pandemic? Whereas now you know, how can I just find time to just be still? Sometimes, you know, with two kids in the house, that's hard to come across. But even if it's for like 10 minutes, um, how can I find time to just really be still and quiet and hear my own thoughts, you know? Another thing has been talking with friends and family about my thoughts and feelings, even though I can't go over their house or be with them physically. We've just been calling each other, like checking up on each other. Like, how are you doing? I've just been texting like my hairdresser. Like, how are you doing during this time? You know, um, and friends that I maybe haven't talked to in a long time. Um, some of my friends are pregnant and having babies and like, how are you doing there in this time? Because right now, like with the whole, you can't have a lot of people in the hospital. Like, how is that working? Because I know emotionally, I would be a mess if that was me. Another thing is just business-wise, 
some of the things that have helped me is this 30 day challenge that this make business makeover challenge that I'm doing with a group of entrepreneurs and these entrepreneurs from all over the country that I've never known before. And, you know, we're, we have a Facebook group and, you know, we've just kind of joined together and, um, kind of keeping each other accountable. And even with the challenges, like I think they're on challenge five and I just finished challenge two. And there's a, a lot of us that are like, some of some of the people are like, all right, where's challenge six? I'm ready. And some of them are like, um, what was challenge one again? So I think the encouragement, the accountability that that's brought has been great. And I feel like I needed that. And this was actually a perfect time for me to be part of a challenge group. And I'm looking forward to all of the things that grow in because of this, this challenge. So, and the new connections that I've made with other entrepreneurs. I feel like the business world is really a community. Like it's all about helping one another, helping one another grow, helping one another succeed. And I think that is, that's the, that's the approach or the thought that I want to have is like, how can I help not just for myself, but how can I help another business owner, another fellow entrepreneur? So, yeah. Very cool. I guess, yeah, those are some of the things that have helped me. So the things that have helped me have been some of the things I mentioned earlier, working out for sure has made all the difference, have been bonding with my girl yoga with Adrian as usual, have also been doing a lot of other hit workouts and that kind of thing, just making sure that I'm, the blood is pumping, I'm sweating, I'm doing boxing, I'm doing all these at-home workouts that have been really intense and helpful. Breathing, breath has been everything. Um, Breathing exercises, one of my all-time favorite breathing exercises is a four, seven, eight. Breath, amazing, you breathe in for four, hold for seven, breathe out for eight. Try it if you haven't. We actually did it together before the episode. (laughs) We did. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Like favorite breath ever. If you wake up in the middle of the night and want to go back to sleep, like do that. It's amazing. I've been meditating a lot and that's just been really helpful. Meditating, praying a lot, praying over the phone with friends. Zoom has been a lifesaver, not only for meetings, but definitely for family reunions. I've spent a lot of time with my family on Zoom and that's been amazing just checking in on each other that way. I think just also giving myself grace to know that whatever I'm feeling is okay. There are certain times in the middle of this that I've been like, yes, nothing's going to hold me down. I'm changing the world even from in here. And other times it's like, what is this going to end? How is this going to end? And knowing that it's okay wherever I am. Oh, I'm also taking a course. So yeah, you've got your 30 day challenge. I'm taking a course at Yale can finally say that <laughs> called the science. <laughs> you can of, add that to your I resume. Add that to my resume. <laughs> yes, I do not have a complex at all. <laughs> my, you know, my sister went to this amazing school. My mom went to an amazing school. I'm like, um, you know, I went to a nice school, but you know, whatever. But we're not going to talk about that. But yes, I'm finally going to Yale, ladies and gentlemen, and um, taking a class called the science of well-being virtually. So I think that's really cool. That's been really cool just trying to stay busy. I think stay busy, but also just rest as well. I think just trying to relax more like, okay, turn your laptop off, go and get something to drink and watch a movie or grab a book. So just giving myself time to actively rest and relax, even when I don't think I need it. So those have been the things I think that have helped me 
the most. Oh, also internet memes. The internet has no chill. And I've just read a lot of funny things from the inspiring viral songs to the, you know, Hamilton <laughs> cast performing to the memes. Like it's just been, it's been interesting bonding with the global village via the interwebs. That is for sure. The interwebs. Oh, another favorite meme I have to share. So somebody did airport codes like for those of us who like traveling they did airport codes but with like the parts of your house like lvr is like living room and like that's cute i like that you know roof deck and balcony and so kind of like until we can actually go to actual airports like we could we can treat our home like an air you know international airports where each section is a different airport code so i I think just seeing people's senses of humor and the ways people are helping each other through this has been really helpful for me. So I guess as we wrap things up yeah, on this have, edition, um, do you have any kudos? Would, yeah. Like who, who would you take out for a cup of coffee, cup of tea, something? So a lot of people, but I, for just brevity's sake, I will say Jay Shetty. My man, Jay, you know, I love him. Anyone I talk to knows I love this Jay is like Shetty. the fifth cup that you would buy for him. <laughs> oh, by really? The way. I was like, I bought a cup for him before. Okay, great. Um, I was, I did, I wasn't sure I had. Okay, fine. Uh, I'll throw in a couple of people. I mean, yoga with Adrian as well, but I bought a cup for her before. I remember that. For these sure. are all your, these are all your repeat cups. My, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, repeat cup time. I think probably, yeah, definitely Jay, Jay and Adrian, because they've both been, you know, Jay is amazing. Yeah, I love him. And he's done, he did a 20 day meditation, which is actually still available on YouTube. Um, But he did it on like Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And I was, I was as part, I was part of as many of them as I could. He did it every day around like 1230, my local time. And that was just amazing. 15, 20 minutes every day, just stopping to do a meditation was like, life-altering, life-giving. So definitely Jay, definitely Adrian. And I think just friends and family, I think just our global communities who've really just risen to the occasion and have done what needs to be done, whether it's homeschooling, whether it's caretaking, I feel like kind of as a global society, I guess the global village, I think coming through for each other in amazing ways. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it definitely has been a lot of people coming together. Um, I think for me, I would definitely take out all teachers. Like I have a new found respect for teachers. I mean, there's been so many memes on just teachers. (laughs) One my friend had that wrote, dear teachers, when are you taking your kids back? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, I heard one, one meme I saw that cracked me up too was like, Okay, so I get that schools are closed. So do I just drop my kids off at the teacher's house? <laughs> right. That's a good like, one. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, I just have, you know, I think this year I have really loved my kids' teachers. Like my son's in kindergarten, my daughter's in third grade. And I think these are my favorite teachers so far that they've had. But I've loved, I love all of their teachers. But no, I think I just have a new found respect for for them just what they have to endure every day even when the kids are on zoom calls the teacher's kind of like hey how are you doing and she's talking to every single student wants to know how they're doing and my son will like talk over another student and my teacher her his teacher will be like um okay Ethan it's not your turn yet you know so and so is talking you gotta wait and then he just listens and I'm like (laughs) That never happens at home. What is your secret? And even the Zoom calls, I'm like, 
how are you doing this? I know it's like a 30, 40 minute Zoom call, but like that requires a lot of patience, you know? Um, they're doing because, so many of them because I'm sure she's yes. not just doing one a day. No, yeah, they're doing so many of them. And so I'm just like, wow. Yeah, I just have this this new respect. Props to all teachers. They need yes, to be paid much that. more than what they get paid. Um, I was just going to say that. Like, I hope that's something that comes out of this uh, is that yes. people pay teachers what they're worth. You know, they, and yeah. again, another meme I saw, some guy was like, I've taught my child for one day all teachers need to be paid six Seriously, million dollars a year. Yes, like, they really so do. True. Yeah. So, but yeah, I agree. So that's who I would give kudos to. Very nice. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Go teachers. Thank you for listening to this episode of our show. We hope you are doing well wherever this finds you. Please be in contact with us. Um, DM us on Instagram reach out to us on Facebook, send us an email, sabineandlisa at gmail.com. We'd love to know what's going on with you, what your challenges are, what your joys are during this time and how we can support you. If there's something we mentioned you want us to clarify, like whatever it is, reach out. We'd love to hear how you're all doing and know what, how we can be here for you. Thank you for listening. And with that, um, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Tell all your friends, write a review. You can subscribe and find us wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all of the things. Find us online at sabineandlisa.com. You can uh, follow us on Instagram, join the conversation on Facebook at Sabine and Lisa. So until next time, Bye. Bye.